RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. Tonight's headlines. Health officials say over 14,000 people log positive COVID rat tests in the first few hours of an online reporting platform opening. Senior mainland health official Lang Wianyan says Hong Kong needs to prioritise those most at risk of severe COVID and her solemns to reopen on Thursday. The government saying a haircut is an actual need. Health officials say over 14,000 people reported the positive rapid COVID test results online in the first few hours after a new platform went live yesterday. But the Centre for Health Protection's Albert Howe said only just around 2,000 had properly completed verification procedures, such as uploading identification details and photos of their test results. For the remaining cases we have, who have not yet submitted their identity, identity document to us, we have, sent, we have already sent them SMS and we expect that they will or, or they have already submitted their identity, identity documents as well as the photo to us after midnight. So the new, the new cases will, be, will appear in tomorrow's figures. Officials say there are early signs of case numbers stabilising. 28,000 people were confirmed as having COVID via PCR tests, up from 25,000 yesterday. Further 160 patients have died. The Security Bureau says the new Qingyi isolation camp is now at 80% capacity, with almost 1,000 rooms in use. Bureau says it will refine its services with what it's calling a humanised approach, including a choice of meals, newspapers for residents, choice of online entertainment platforms and toys for children. Senior mainland health official Liang Wanyan says Hong Kong needs to prioritise those most at risk of severe COVID as the SER attempts to reduce the coronavirus death toll. Vicky Wong reports. In an interview with the Xinhua News Agency, the expert from the National Health Commission says the SAR needs to focus medical resources on reducing deaths as well as infections and severe cases. He said Hong Kong should leverage the mainland's experience in assessing which patients are most likely to get severely ill so they can be treated by top-level doctors at designated hospitals. Dr Liang, who is leading a mainland team supporting the fight against the pandemic in Hong Kong, said the SAR should work to cut chains of transmission and identify sources of infection as it pursues a dynamic zero-infection approach. However, Xinhua reported Dr Liang's view that the highly transmissible Omicron variant means it's unfeasible to pursue zero infections. Hair salons can reopen for business on Thursday. The government made the surprise announcement today but said other social distancing measures will be extended until at least the 23rd of this month, as Jimmy Choi reports. Health officials said the decision to allow hairdressers to reopen was based on the fact that most people have an actual need for a haircut. But they also cited the smooth implementation of the vaccine pass scheme. They said customers will need to use the Leave Home Safe app and must have received at least one dose of a COVID vaccine to enter a salon, adding that staff will have to check their vaccination status before allowing them in. But the officials also said the government needs to maintain stringent social distancing rules to try to limit virus transmission in the community, because Hong Kong's epidemic situation remains severe. All other epidemic restrictions will remain in force for the time being, including the ban on more than two households mixing in private dowlings, no dining in at restaurants after 6pm, and the closure of schools, entertainment venues and gyms. 
charity dedicated to helping low-income families, say children as well as adults, should be eligible for the $10,000 of spending vouchers announced in last month's budget. People Service Centre says the pandemic has left many families struggling to cope with living expenses. Social worker with the group, Kenny Chu, said parents couldn't afford to buy anti-epidemic supplies and fund online learning for their children. During the COVID, uh, the parents need to buy extra things for, for those to, the children, like extra face masks or other uh, like uh, medical expenses, and also some COVID test pack, especially for children. And also for the children at home, they need to buy extra things for, for their uh, learning, like uh, told before, like uh, the online SIM card, or uh, they need to buy extra equipment for online activities. Now the weather, fine and dry, cool tomorrow morning. Minimum temperature will be about 16 degrees in the urban areas, a couple of degrees low in the new territories. Maximum temperature around 22 degrees. Temperature is currently 16 degrees, humidity 63%. Tune to RTHK, the time is 5 minutes past 11. Hong Kong's sole deputy to the National People's Congress Standing Committee, Tam Yu Chung, says there are plans to make further changes to the city's electoral system in the MPC chairman's work report, but no further details have been provided so far. In his report, Li Zanshu said the country's top legislative body would perfect the system under which Beijing exercises its comprehensive jurisdiction on Hong Kong, implement the SAR's national security laws, as well as improve its electoral system. Asked whether this meant a further revamp of electoral arrangements here, including next year's district council elections, Mr Tam said he believed Beijing might be looking into something. He said the NPCSC would enact laws if needed. These plans are part of our annual work plans, but there's no mention of any concrete details. They are in the plan, but we don't have any details. I believe maybe something is still being studied. If the MPCSC is needed to enact laws, we'll do it. These are matters related to the central government because we're talking about comprehensive jurisdiction and the implementation of national security laws. These are matters for the central government to decide. In delivering his work report, the NPC chairman said constitutional order in Hong Kong has been strengthened to ensure the central government can exercise its overall jurisdiction in the SAR. Mr Lee was referring to last year's overhaul of the electoral system, which he said suited the realities of Hong Kong and its legal system. For the new election law, make sure that the patriots governing Hong Kong and it fundamentally promoted that uh, Hong Kong SAR's governance can be based on the general implementation of the policy of one country, two systems. And it has initially a new phase of our support for long-term prosperity and stability in Hong Kong and for Hong Kong's integration into China's overall development. Supplies of fresh pork should soon stabilise after the Sung Soi slaughterhouse reopened. The abattoir had been closed since February the 26th. Many of its workers came down with COVID. It's Frank Young. Operations at Hong Kong's main abattoir resumed on Monday, although the slaughtering of live pigs didn't restart until early the next morning. Although supplies of chilled and frozen pork from the mainland have been increased, Butchers at Kowloon City Market tell RTHK that they had calls from customers anxious to get their hands on fresh meat. Shoppers were pleased that they could finally buy pork again freshly slaughtered in Hong Kong. 
I came early because I was scared that the pork would be sold out. The prices are similar to before. I've waited a long time for this. We eat pork quite often, and for the past few days, my family had to eat other things like fish and canned food. Another woman said she also had not eaten pork for several days because she doesn't like chilled pork. She said she was thrilled to finally have fresh pork to make soup. Hui Waikin from the Pork Traders General Association said, "Meat from around 3,000 pigs have been made available, with prices kept at normal levels." An NGO working with victims of sexual abuse has called on the government to devote more resources to providing long-term support for abuse victims. Rain Lilly made the request as it revealed that it's seen an increase in requests for help during the pandemic, at a time when COVID restrictions limit the channels for victims to seek assistance and left many feeling isolated. Albert Yao is a research officer for Rain Lilly. Many of the survivors they tend to delay seek help from outside, from other organizations that provide the support service to victims. Right, learning from the experience from our survivors, actually recovery or seeking help is not a one-off process or one-off decisions. It's not a short-term process. It's a long-term one. So recovery is somehow a lifelong process. I think. Besides, to focus more or to devote more resources on to provide crisis intervention service at this moment, we also have to devote more resources to develop a more long-term handling support service to them. Ukrainian officials say a humanitarian corridor for civilians to leave the northeastern city of Sumy is largely holding, despite early reports that the escape route had come under Russian fire. The governor of the region said convoys of vehicles were helping with the evacuation. BBC's James Waterhouse reports from Kiev. A so-called corridor, a temporary ceasefire, has been set up, which will allow people there to escape the fighting and move to a place called Poltava, which is in a much more central part of Ukraine, where there currently isn't heavy fighting. It will run until nine o'clock tonight for 12 hours. Sounds okay in principle, but we are on the fourth day. Of these so-called humanitarian corridors, and they have almost all failed to this point. Civilians have also been fleeing the town of Irpin near Kiev. Ukraine has blamed Russian forces for another failed attempt at rescuing civilians from the besieged southern port of Mariupol. The London Metal Exchange, one of the world's most important markets for base metals, has suspended nickel trading after prices doubled to $100,000 a ton. The exchange called the price gains unprecedented. BBC's Victoria Craig reports. Nickel is part of everyday goods such as rechargeable batteries, but two thirds is used to make stainless steel, increasing its resistance to corrosion. Prices on a number of commodities have soared since the war in Ukraine started on concerns about global supply, since Russia is a big supplier of metals, energy, and food. The London Metal Exchange said other commodity contracts are continuing to trade as normal, but they will be closely monitored. The exchange warned it cannot rule out the possibility of ceasing trading for several days. Given the dramatic price swings as the war in Ukraine continues to unfold, European Commission is presenting plans to its Parliament tonight to try to rid the bloc of its dependency on Russian gas and oil. The European Union depends on Russia for a third of its energy needs. From Brussels, here's the BBC's Jessica Parker. 
Russia's invasion of Ukraine has piled further pressure on the EU to look elsewhere for its energy needs. Today's roadmap will likely outline the bloc's plans to boost supplies from countries like the US, Azerbaijan and Algeria, also to speed up investment in renewables and improve gas storage. But there's been pushback against suggestions from the US of a potential ban on Russian oil imports. Both the German Chancellor, Olaf Scholz, and the Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte suggested finding alternatives to Russian energy couldn't happen overnight. US reportedly plans to hold discussions with Saudi Arabia and Venezuela to make up for any shortfall in oil should it ban Russian energy imports. Shares fell sharply in Asia today after Wall Street logged its biggest drop in more than a year as markets were jolted by another surge in oil prices. Benchmarks declined here in Tokyo, Sydney, Seoul and Shanghai following a 3% tumble for the S&P 500. The Hang Seng Index finished the day at 20,765. That's 291 points down on the previous close. China's record medal haul at the Winter Paralympics has been added to on day four of the Games in Beijing. Earlier today, China's Meng Tao Roy took gold in the men's middle distance biathlon sitting event, while Canadian Mark Arendt topped the podium for the standing competition. Ukraine dominated the women's sitting biathlon, taking all three medals. Champions League football returns tonight with Liverpool taking on the Italian champions Inter at Anfield. Reds boss Jürgen Klopp says the job is far from finished despite a 2-0 advantage from the round of 16 first leg in Italy. They don't come here as tourists. I know that. They want to chase the game and um, that's what we want to do because we are not a team who defends results or whatever tries to get through somehow we want to attack the game um, again and yeah let's see what we can get for it Tottenham have moved to within three points of the Premier League's top four with a resounding 5-0 round of struggling Everton former player Chris Sutton was part of the commentary team for the BBC Everton were, were far too passive but credit Tottenham I, th- I thought Son who hasn't been in great form of late those runs he made caused Everton all sorts of problems having said that and I said at half time the first two goals Everton conceded were absolutely shocking individual errors so they never looked like they were going to get back in the game and Tottenham exploited them time and time again I thought Kulachevsky was was absolutely brilliant for Spurs but it was all far too easy but of course I mean Spurs will be delighted uh, with this result and, and now you know you look up the table and and they still have hope of a, a, a top four finish. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. Health officials say over 14,000 people log positive COVID rad tests in the first few hours of an online reporting platform opening. Senior mainland health official Liang Wanyan says Hong Kong needs to prioritise those most at risk of severe COVID and her salons to reopen on Thursday, with the government saying a haircut is an actual need. And that's the news from... RTHK. RTHK Radio Free.
think it's fine building jumbo planes or taking a ride on a cosmic train switch on summer from a slot machine just get what you want if you want as you can get anything I know we've come a long way We're changing day to day But tell me, where do the children play? Well, you roll on roads Over fresh green Larry loads pumping petrol gas and you make them long and you make them tough but they just go on and on and it seems that you can't get off oh, I know we've come a long way we're changing day to day Tell me, where do the children play? old that song if you think about it. it came out in 1970 on the album T for the Tillerman compared to those days to these my goodness apocalyptic isn't it where do the children play these days how are you doing it's Tuesday night the dying embers just into Wednesday about 40 minutes from now and of course our sentimental journey Peter King with you here on RTHK3 with a song from Mary Black my heart is low my heart is so low only a woman's heart can be As only a woman's As only a woman's As 
Still on my mind. 